Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestle Lost. It's War Games. It's no <laughs> William Regal, but it'll work. Someone has <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot to talk about. We're going to be watching along with Survivor Series, but we're also going to be speaking our moments and stuff of the week like we normally do. So to get it going, here's Johnny. Okay, so yeah, while the intro's going on and they do the interests, we'll go over some news. Uh, there's been some unfortunate news about Randy Orton as far as his recovery goes. He recently had by a spinal fusion surgery, and it doesn't look good. Uh, it appears that uh, he may have to retire from from wrestling. Uh, of course, WWE is hopeful that that he can come back, but it it doesn't it doesn't look good right now. So we're hoping hoping for the best. Yeah, I read today that the injury he has is similar to the injury that kept Shawn Michaels out for four years. Hmm. So, I mean, we know that every person, everybody's body is different, and it takes things differently. So, it's obviously on a case-to-case thing. So, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. But, like I talked to Johnny earlier today about it, if it, it, it's not worth the risk. No. It's too much. It's time. It's unfortunate, but if, if that's what it has to be, that's what it has to be, you know? On the other side of the coin in AEW, uh, Brian Danielson has revealed to uh, Ron Funches that once his his contract with AEW is, is up, he may also uh, retire from in-ring competition as, as well. Uh, he said hopefully, uh, you know, he can have a matches once in a while, maybe maybe go to maybe more like an, like an edge type of schedule. Or maybe even have a, like a backstage row or a coaching row, which I, I'm sure he'll do because you know, you can take wrestling away from the from the wrestler, but you can't take the wrestler away from wrestling. <laughs> yeah, and Brian Danielson is still young, no matter what. So, yeah, he's a, he's a year younger than I am. Yeah, so maybe taking a break and just recovering and relaxing might do him it will definitely do him some good so maybe not come back at a full schedule but do a match here and there more of a managerial type thing that'll work he's not going to be able to stay away but he doesn't have to wrestle all the time either The upcoming Royal Rumble in San Antonio in January has top uh, the gates top has top five million dollars, which is uh, the highest selling Royal Rumble they've ever had. Which I, I mean, we all know the main reason why that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's. It, I'm I'm not surprised that they're making that much money from it, and it's. It's still going to make even more. But, yeah, it's no surprise as to why. Like, the product has been a lot better under under new management. No, I, this isn't surprising at all. Yeah. Uh, as we just saw uh, Mia Young come out, you know, we came to find out this week that she's no longer going to go by Mia Young. She's going to go by... Uh, the, it's a Michin, which is Korean for crazy, which she actually trademarked herself. <laughs> uh, yeah. And and they said that Michin, that's a nickname that her mom gave her when she was little. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's like there's a connection from that name since she was little. So I don't mind them using a name like this as yeah. long as it makes sense. And this makes sense. Yeah, this could this could because her right now 
working with the club, I it could be seen as a different version of Mia Yim, even though it's under a different name. We know it's her. But it's it's a little bit confusing because they did do the name change, but then I heard something about them going back to Mia Yim. Yeah, and I, I, that's because some people were confused. They didn't know it was it was going to be permanent. They thought it was just a, just a nickname they, they, that she was going to go by. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That that confused me throwing that story out there of what's it going to be? You know? Yeah. Don't confuse us. We're easily confused sometimes. <laughs> and speaking of the club, segue to some Wrestle Kingdom news. Uh, Carl Anderson will be defending the narrow openweight title at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, he's also going to appear along with Luke Gallows at not not only at Wrestle Kingdom but also at the the finals of the of the of the World Tag League and, and Super Junior uh, at, uh, event on December fourteenth. And there's also a rumor that AJ Styles might even be joining them at Wrestle Kingdom as well. I wouldn't be surprised if he does join in. I, I just like how it's being all inclusive, you know. Yeah, because or a pro. It, it's come out now that the New Japan, they knew back in August that the Good Brothers were going to resign with WWE. And, and they, they allowed it. And they're, aside from the whole November 5th deal, they're working around their WWE schedules with their New Japan appearances. Uh, also announced for Wrestle Kingdom, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Which, if you look at that, the the calendar of the best of seven series, there isn't a match on January fourth. That's because Kenny's going to be in, in Japan, and now wait for that. That's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I just can't wait for Kenny to show up over there, because I mean we saw the video package he sent, so that's. That's cool, but yeah, I can't wait for him to show up. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that FTR will will, will also be defending the the IWGP Tag Titles at Wrestle Kingdom as well. And last week, uh, Kyrie, uh, former Kyrie, almost almost said Kyrie Irving. I meant Kyrie saying. <laughs> That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a bad Kyrie. Kyrie saying uh, she won the inaugural IWGP women's title. So she'll be defending that on there as well. So this will be the first time that we're going to get under one roof New Japan, Stardom, WWE, and AEW. That forbidden door, it just keeps opening. Yep. And I'm, I'm, all, I'm, pardon the the pun. I'm all in for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like like all this forbidden doors opening, and everybody just working together. It's it's what we said should happen from the very beginning. Ever since all of this started happening so i'm just happy man yeah like a lot this is just the start a lot more is going to come from it so yeah man i'm happy i'm happy this is happening and just a reminder on january 4th we're going to be doing a, a watch long of wrestle kingdom it's going to start <laughs> i had the time wrong because i didn't i didn't figure out of our time change it's going to be it's going to start at 2 a.m at 2 a.m. instead of 3 a.m. like I, I thought before, but yeah, so 2 a.m. gonna be a good time. Yeah, uh, we're gonna need to get a little bit of rest before it happens because we're yeah. gonna go on later than normal and we're gonna start later than normal. Take your night. It's gonna be exciting. Now. Yeah. The rest will happen. Yeah, yeah. Take your nap. Get, get, get your coffee. 
Yeah. All right. So one thing that another thing I've been looking forward to is this AEW Fight Forever game come out. And and now it seems it's been delayed again. But this time it's been delayed because of CM Punk. Because now it's come out that they're they're actually gonna take CM Punk out of the game. <laughs> they, they, they took him off the cover, and they're gonna. I'm I'm assuming they're gonna actually take him off the, off the actual game itself. It, it will surprise me if they keep him in there. Uh, so yeah. So now we're gonna do, have to wait till 2023. I I, I don't know. How or how long or what the process can be about taking someone out of a game? Yeah, but it's kind of hard to think that it would take that long. You know, yeah. <clears throat> it's like an easy fix to me. But then again, who am I? I I don't. I'm not the one that does this shit. So yeah, I'm I'm just surprised like it's being delayed a lot longer than what it should be. I think. Yeah. But as long as they get it right, I'm good. It just sucks that we have to wait again. Well, I, I don't know if y'all going to talk about this later when we talk about Dynamite or, or AEW, but um, they have gone ahead and decided to, to just make uh, Jamie Hayter the actual women's champion. They they stripped Thunder Rosa of, of that title. Because it turns out that uh, she's going to be out until at least they're thinking February, uh, which when they they thought she was going to be back in in November, they thought that I'm sure they thought that she was going to be going to be back in that for, for a full year, but that didn't happen. So yeah, so now uh, Jamie Hader and and Tony Storm now are our official women's champions, which I'm happy about. Like she. I know some. I've seen a lot of things being said about her this week, mostly positive. Some people said they don't understand the whole Jamie Hater thing, and you just have to be there, and you'd have to have been watching from the beginning to see how she was when she started out and where she is now. She's really worked on herself to get that much better in ring to get that much better physically. She's just worked on all aspects of her career. So, hey, man, if you're going to work that hard, you're going to get the benefits of your hard work. And this is it. Like, she's earned being a women's champion. I just hope they don't fuck around and take it away from her soon. Because there's the whole Brit Baker thing and what they might do there. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just happy for the moment. And I guess I could talk about this stuff too. So, this past week, they had the Thanksgiving Eve show in Chicago, AEW, like, like they do every year. And the elite had their second match with Death Triangle, and they were booed, obviously booed by the crowd. You know, there were chants of "fuck the elite," where, where at full gear they had "fuck CM Punk," <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, here uh, the elite they, they were constantly taking poking jabs of CM at CM Punk during the match. Kenny at one point hit the arm of, of Pac in reference to a steel biting Kenny. Uh, they did like a botch, a botch, a buckshot Larry spot. Uh, Kenny Omega actually did the GTS, <laughs> uh, which which he he actually thanked Kenta on Twitter for giving letting him use that move, giving Kenta the credit. Uh, and and then Kenta responded with an image of of the two of them facing off in in New Japan. Uh, 
but yeah, uh, there's some people are saying that maybe CM Punk is going to come back to AEW eventually. And here's my my theory on it. What if this whole thing was just a big work that they worked everyone? There was no backstage fight. No one was suspended. No one was released. Uh, they still didn't bind anybody. Larry didn't have to get dental surgery. <laughs> I mean, I don't you like conspiracy theories there, Freddie. Well, I don't know. If if that is the case, how did you feel about it, Andrew? <laughs> it's one hell of a work if it is. <laughs> it it, 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 it they fooled the whole damn country. It whole is damn world. I, it is because I mean, you got some of the the best uh, journalists reporters in in reporting right. on Ross Sapp and Dave Meltzer. Uh, you know, they, uh, if it's work, then they bought into it too. Which, that's why I don't think it is. Because of all the reporters that bought into it. And reporters that are got in inroads with the company. So, I don't know. But uh, but then you could also say that uh, okay maybe it did happen but then maybe they've actually sat down and talked things out and maybe this the the work is going to eventually turn into a shoot like with the whole the whole MJF thing yeah um, if, if this is the case if he is going to come back and everything was worked out, or it never really happened. It's just one big elaborate storyline. Yeah. They fucking did all of us dirty. And like, that they would be us good. But here's the thing. He just, two stories ago, he talked about them delaying the game because they're taking CM Punk out of the game. If he was coming back, I think they'd keep him in the game. <laughs> Okay, so maybe unless unless they're just taking him off the cover and he's still going to be a player in the game. That's what I was about to say. Maybe this this delay of the game is just to work it into the story. You know? Yeah. It's to keep the story going. And unfortunately, sure, you delay the game, which a lot of people want already but don't don't fuck with us like this i hate being fucked with so i'm i'm i don't know man i'm so confused about that whole situation <laughs> because is it real is it not i thought we had solved this problem already yeah and now we're back at that square one of what is actually the truth. And and it's like you said, they worked a whole bunch of people like SRS, who is real good on having the correct information. So if they got him, like they, they're just fucking, they don't care who they mess with. And what information they throw out there, or maybe he he was told, "Hey, look, we'll slide you some money. You got to keep on going with this story with us." <laughs> and like he's on a little bit of an AEW payroll right now. You never know. Yeah. I I don't know what to think about it yet. I have to let my mind wrap around that. <laughs> okay, that's well, that's all the news for this week. Alright. Well now that we've gone through the news, uh I'm gonna go over to Johnny and get his moment for WWE this week. Alright, well actually my moment 
doesn't have that to do with Sarai or Jerry that we're watching. Um, <laughs> so, and SmackDown, they've been having this World Cup tournament. They had the, the semifinal matches last night. Santos uh, uh, Escobar beat Butch. And then you had Braun Strowman versus Ricochet. And, you know, I, I think everyone was expecting that Braun was going to win. Uh, however, during the match, uh, Imperium came out. They distracted Braun. And Ricochet got the roll-up for the win, which which is, I, I think, a, a better choice than Braun winning it. So that sets up a final next week of Ricochet versus Santos, which is going to be a really good match, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I was very surprised that Braun didn't win, but at the because that's what everybody expected. Everybody expected Braun to win. So the fact that he didn't, and they're actually going Ricochet versus Santos Escobar, that's a good move because you're showing that you can be different. So hell yeah, man. I love that move. Um, it's going to be a fucking hell of a match. I'll tell you that much. It, it's it's a good move, and I'm happy they went with it. So Now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment <laughs> this week. It's on none of the shows. It's a video that was put out on Thursday for Thanksgiving. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, man. Speaking well, of I thought work, it was funny. I thought it was of, funny. Speaking of a work, that worked everywhere. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, Rhea and Dominic shows up to Ray's house for Thanksgiving dinner, and it didn't go well. They attack Ray. <laughs> Yeah, because so uh, so Freddie he sent he sent a, a, a link for for the the tweet from the WrestleTalk News talking about how Dominic assaulted Ray at, at, at his house on Thanksgiving. I'm thinking, I thought this this is real. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic, get, they actually got into a fight on Thanksgiving, but no, then they, they showed the video on SmackDown. It's like, oh, it's just a part of the story. Yep. <laughs> well, in in the one I sent, it had the video, yeah, okay. but I, I don't think you went that far into it. But yeah, man. Uh, so you <laughs> thought it was good? It just drives the story between Dominic and Race for each other. You know they're going to wrestle WrestleMania. Come on. I don't know. I, mean, I think, I that, guess, and you I think this keep, is where it's going. You got to keep those wheels spinning. Yep. I mean, you definitely do. But, and I understand of doing stuff outside of the ring and arenas and stuff like that. But ooh, it's Thanksgiving, man. Well. It's, it's no different than Triple H or something showing up at Randy's house on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he? Or Randy show up at Triple H's house on Christmas or something like that. It was it, it was uh, Triple H invaded Randy's house and he, him and his wife were on the couch. Yeah. So what's the difference? We loved it back then. And Triple H is in charge. You know he would think of something like this. Come on. Yeah, but... At least it's different, and we want different from our wrestling. <laughs> yeah, but we also want good wrestling, and I just, I just don't think Dominic can pull it off just yet. But hey, look, man, that that that's a little bit negative of me because, like, I I just don't know if he's that improved yet. But I will just say this, just to end that moment. I was just thankful to see Rhea Ripley. <laughs> that's it. That's what, that's what I'm going to end it with. 
I got the Subaru Ripley, so that's not that's not a negative. That's always a positive. So, um, as, as far as for my moment this week, here's your card. Don't throw it away. Becky Lynch returning, man. Becky Lynch returning on SmackDown and being announced as the fifth member of Team Bel Air. As the man. As the man. <laughs> I'm glad, but Michael Cole just really needs to drop the whole big time thing. Yeah. Like, you can't say boss time anymore because she's not around. Don't just don't say this every single fucking week. Just keep just call her the man. Let her be the man. Yes. I'm I'm happy we got to see her. I'm happy she's back. Maybe it's something that could have been saved for actual war games and let it be a surprise. But I'm not mad at it. I'm just happy she's back. So because a lot of people missed her. I miss seeing her on my screen. So yeah, I'm I'm just happy that she's back and that she's on this team. And as Zach just said in the chat, uh Becky's ring attire reminds remind him of that punk. I could see <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, a little bit of ridiculous head here here and there. You say CM Punk? No. Death Punk. Death. Oh. oh, I couldn't hear you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Totally off subject. You know those two girl ladies right there have been in the last three War Games matches. Dakota and Io hey, <laughs> on man. NXT. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> They've been in the last three. <laughs> hey, you gotta have some people in there that have been in War Games before. Yeah, and Bianca was in one her last year, like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have some people in there, man. That. Have experience with being in war games just okay. to help drive the match. In fact, I've heard yeah. there's gonna be, they're gonna have big moments tonight because they want to have footage for future war games. Because the only footage they have of war games is what what has been on NXT, right? For to, yeah. for those videos. And I could already think of one that has happened in this match. Uh, Nikki Cross did a crossbody off the top of the cage. Yes, I saw that. Yep. Everyone. Yeah. That was a pretty good moment. Yeah. And they. All right. So now Meechin is in. So that means Alexa is going to be the last one in the ring. Alexa's already in there. Becky's the last one in there. What? Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. couldn't. I, I thought I saw someone different in the cage. They just give a quick look. <laughs> Well, I mean, it makes sense that Becky's the last one. Like, everybody's waiting for it, so. And then Rhea's the last one in the other side. Yeah. Which, that makes sense because of them wanting to, as far as what I'm hearing, one of the things they want to build is Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch for, like, Mania. Yeah. So, hell yeah. I, I'm glad they're going to be in there at the end. They'll be fresh, and they'll get a good a good stare down, I think, and a good back and forth between them two. But, yeah, just Becky Lynch being back, that was my moment. So I'm just happy, and I can't wait for her to come in this bitch. So <laughs> now that we've put in our moments for WWE – I'll go back to Johnny and get his moment for AEW this week, which could also include full gear, even though we did a watch along. Yeah. I'll, I'll let that. I'll let that slide. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not going to be full gear. <laughs> okay. uh, even though full gear was great. Yeah. Uh, but my moment, of course, has to do with has to do with New Japan. I am that guy. He is that guy. So, <laughs> the main event of of, Ramp, of not Rampage Dynamite. Dynamite. Yes, Dynamite. I sound like JR now. Two weeks in a row, JR called Rampage Dynamite. Uh, <laughs> so the main event for Dynamite for the ROH title was 
Chris Jericho versus Tomohiro Ishii, which doesn't make sense because Ishii is actually a former Ring of Honor TV champion. This was a great match. It was mostly chops. <laughs> like, they spent like the entire commercial break just chopping each other back and forth. And so mm. much so that Chris Jericho started bleeding from the chest. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it was probably either a, a blade job or he, he put a blood capsule, but it was a great visual, you know. Uh, you, you know, where I was talking about Moxley and Danielson bleeding in their matches. You know, Chris Jericho can bleed too. And at taking those many chops to the to, you're going to bleed. Uh, but I, this it shows why they call Ishii the Stone Pitbull. You know, he's, he's tough. He took a suplex from Jericho. Followed up by the line, so kicked out at one. And there was also a spot where where uh, Jericho gave Ichi a, a, a DDT on the apron, and, and <clears throat> he also uh, Ichi also kicked out of the code breaker as well. So you know you you could say that you know. It looked for a while, it looked like that Ishii was going to get the win, but then Jericho got him first, got him into the, into the walls of Jericho, then turned it into, into the lion tamer. And I like the visual of even though even though Ishii lost at the same time, he was tapping out, he, he was he, he was giving Jericho the finger, which <laughs> <laughs> that was good. But and then after the match, Jericho tried to go after Rikabani again, but then Clayu came out and and stopped him. And they had a promo on Rampage yesterday. That's going to be your final battle main event for the ROH title. Uh, <clears throat> Claudio versus Chris Jericho. If Claudio loses, he's going to have to join JAS because. Daddy Magic said that he he used to be really good at sports entertainment, which Claudio said he still is good at sports entertainment. <laughs> uh, I could actually see Claudio losing this and joining the, the JAS because after what we saw at Full Gear with Regal and then with Danielson and Moxley this week, it does look like the, the Blackpool Combat Club is looking to split up. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, the last thing I want is for Blackpool Combat Club to split up, but I could see that happening as well just because of William Regal's turn and it's how's Moxley going to handle it? How's anybody going to handle it? But And where's Willie, Willie, Wheeler Unit been? <laughs> yeah, we need to get some Wheeler Unit in there, man. But, yeah, I don't know if I'm... If I'm ready to see Claudio lose and join JAS, but for the story they're trying to tell, I think that'll actually work. So, <laughs> yeah, man, we'll we'll see what they decide to do there. Uh, it's gonna be a little weird seeing uh, Claudio be sports entertainment again. Yeah, no, Claudio's winning. He's gonna be take this championship back. <laughs> that, that's what I would hope happens, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think that that's what's going to actually happen. But I do hope that's what happens, though. Yeah. So, now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment for AEW this week. Uh, I'm going to talk about disappointment. <laughs> Why? Because it was it was a big moment in the for the whole company. Rampage, your main event was a trios match. Ten was missing. <laughs> uh, the end. Ten comes out and he turns on Dark Order, taking out Silver no, and Reynolds. No, it's fine. 
he joins Roosh. Roosh and them get the win. Then a, and all this time, negative one is sitting on the stage, sitting on top of the stage. Ten walks up to him, takes off his mask, and hands it to him. And negative one looks like he's ready to cry. <laughs> he, he did a the disappointment job. for this little kid. He did a great job <laughs> selling. He did. He did a fantastic job of selling this. <laughs> but I, I, actually, negative one wanted to take this a different way. Negative one actually wanted ten to to actually beat him up. Well, K Fade beat him up. Yeah. Then that's how but, it would happen. So <laughs> and Tony said, "No, we can't have him attack an eleven-year-old." Yeah, it's like I told Johnny. I don't know how they would have made that work, but to have a 10 to 11-year-old out there ready to do this for the company, fuck yeah, man. I can't wait to see him in six to seven years from now. Right. And what he's going to be able to do in this company. We've never actually seen a spot in wrestling. I don't think we're where a kid has been beaten up. No, we've seen a bunch of little people, little people been beat, being beaten up. I remember when Kane put Josie in the trash can. Yeah. And Hornswoggle's been beaten senseless several times. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't even get me started on Hornswoggle. But yeah, it, it has happened a lot with little people. But as far as a kid, we've never seen that happen. But Never. the fact that this was what he was willing to do, I I applaud it, man. So you just got to do that shit later on. But yeah, I feel you on that. It, it's heartbreaking. Like him ripping away at Evoluno's mask and then just dropping his mask at the feet of negative one. Because at Preston Vance, that was was at Negative One's favorite member of the Dark Order. Yes. Yeah. Whew. So here's my question: Where do you have this go? Well, see, now that now that he's left the Dark Order, now they're down to a trio. It's Evo Uno, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds. So that uh, that opens him up to go after the, the trio title, uh, but I could see, uh, I guess maybe this whole—I don't even know what you call this group now. They've had so many iterations, you know, uh, Matt Hardy family office and Andrade family office and Lij Lij, I guess, uh, <laughs> or, or Los Angeles. So I, I, you know, he he could join. He's gonna join their faction now and see what happens. I think maybe this is leading to maybe an Andrade return. Uh, I don't know about an Andrade return. You know, There's like, a lot of question marks there, but I do see it continuing with Roosh because. While they were both standing at the top of the ramp, like he even said, it's Los Ingles Benavides. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's what they continue as. And we're just going to have to see where they go. And as far as the Dark Order, I do think they stay together for a while. But yeah. with... with Evil Uno's mask being ripped off. I think that's going to mess with him mentally, and I think he's going to be the next one to leave. And seeing as how Dark Order came into AEW with Evil Uno as the leader, even though it was Brody Lee later on, I think that's where the Dark Order ends. Once Evil Uno leaves, that's it. it yeah. can't be dark order anymore. 
And hey, they had a decent run as Dark Order, so you can't say it didn't work for a while because they made it work. Was it perfect? No, but they made it work. So. Or maybe this is when Hangman comes comes in and saves the Dark Order. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I forget about <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of sat, I sat Hangman Page on the back burner for a little bit, just because he's injured. I didn't really think about him, but I, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's what you do, but it's a possibility. So, yeah, that shit was just heartbreaking, bro. Um, but yeah, we'll see where it goes. If they're going to do the trio thing, how's negative one going to handle it? I think he should be on screen a little bit more yeah. since he was brought in for this. You know, we're, we're in that part where it can be Thanksgiving through Christmas break. Yeah, I mean, obviously he was brought in because was, I'm sure he's probably got had the week off from school and was able to make it, make the trip. Yeah. And Christmas break, Christmas break is coming up soon, so yeah, yeah you you just do more with him later on. Yeah, so, yeah, that was heartbreaking to see, but it was a good, it was a real good way of telling that shit. In fact, maybe even like give him time to practice, and you let him put a promo about about what that meant to. Him. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely do and that. When he could like break down and you know get emotional. Yeah. As far as my movement for AEW, there's a lot, man. A lot of good shit happened this week. But what I'm most excited for to see how it wraps up, and it's gonna be a while before we get to see the final outcome is the best of seven between Dead Triangle and the Elite. Yeah. I'm, I'm very surprised that it has been 2-0. That Death Triangle has two wins over the Elite. But at the same time, I, I could see where the Elite find themselves... 3 and 0 and they have to go on a four win streak. In yeah. The- yeah, I mean this is obviously going to go all seven matches. Yeah, it's very obvious that it's going to go all seven. So it, it's just I'm I'm really liking this shit. I'm just happy the leader back and a lot of people are saying, "Oh, but we're going to get the the same match seven times." Like, yeah, but there's so much that they can do that every match is going to be unique. So, yeah, I'm just excited to see where it goes. Like I said, kind of shocking that we're 2-0 here, but I can see the story that they're trying to tell. So, hell yeah. that That's my moment. I'm just happy Kenny's back. Swole as fuck. And freaking... Just better than ever and healthy. We're getting a uh, handcuff hand spot here. Oh, shit. They are handcuffed. Look, man. So Alexa can easily slip her hand out of that. They should have tightened up the handcuffs a little bit more. Oh. That's a nice view, though. Yeah. Rings. <laughs> We'll say that. And like Zach said in our chat, Rhea is a big girl compared to everyone in the ring. <laughs> and Nikki ain't doing nothing. <laughs> is she is she taller than Dominic? I About the same she, size. That's the thing. I think she might be a little taller, but she's definitely swoller <laughs> than Dominic. So yeah, man, Rhea Ripley just being a badass. She's bigger than everybody in this match. Like, her body is just fucking insane. 
like just the way her shoulders are built and stuff like that. But that had to hurt. Poor Michin. <laughs> but yeah, man, just the elite being out there and doing their thing, being back in their EVP positions and being able to do shit in ring again. Yeah, that's that's what I'm happy about. So I can't wait to see how this best of seven is going to end up and that we are going to get one of those matches at Winter is Coming, like we mentioned last week. It, it's it's going to be awesome to watch it live. So can't wait for that. Yeah, we get oh, almost that front row. We're almost there. We're moving our way up every single time we buy tickets. <laughs> and you get MJF and yeah, MJF and Ricky Starks. We get that shit, which is gonna be really, really good as well. Yeah, we we talked about it with Johnny, and I think Andrew was around as well. Uh, I don't think Ricky Starks wins just because of how they have built up MJF, but he's still gonna put out a really good match. But yeah, there's a lot to look forward to with AEW, and it, it's just like we have said before, it's an exciting time between both WWE, AEW, like the whole working with New Japan, just the mix of all the companies working together is what we want, and we're starting to get that. So, yeah, Zach. Uh, I don't know if Becky turns on Team Bel Air, but it would be an interesting take if that does. Uh, they look like they're getting close to the end here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got KOD into the cage, and now Becky's at the top of the cage. Who's on the. Oh, shit. That's uh, Dakota and EO on the table. Yeah. And just like that, right when it – go ahead. That's it. The bell just rang. Okay. <laughs> We're a little bit off on our timing. As always. Yeah. <laughs> always. That's not our fault. That's Peacock. Yeah, that's Peacock. <laughs> but, yeah, her and Bianca had her had their issues in the past. So that's something they could work with as well. But at least for tonight, it worked, and they were on the same page. So they're all hugging it out in the ring right now, so we'll see how this works out. And that match was almost an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, nice. it was about an hour, so we'll have to – I'll have to wait and see what match gets to follow this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. But real good shit from AEW this week. A lot of good shit from WWE as well, leading up into Survivor Series right now. But yeah, mm. it's just good all around. So except for the except for the whole Reggie thing, if you're following them. Yeah. That that's not that's not too good. No, <laughs> if you are following it, but we're not going to focus on the negative right now. We're going to yeah. focus on the positives in front of us. So yeah, man, that's just what we thought of this week. And even though we're watching along right now, we're going to continue on our. Twitch channel after we end the live on Facebook just for audio purposes, just so there's no confusion. So now that we've got all our moments in there and just so we could focus on the pay-per-view as a whole, it is time to stump the brain. Okay. Since they killed the 24-7 championship, who was the first champion? <laughs> There's been so many champions. Let's see if he can well, pull it out. It was uh, Tyler O'Neill. Yes. 
<laughs> and he didn't have to pin nobody. He just had to pick it up. Yeah. Because <laughs> Foley laid it down in the ring and got out of the ring. <laughs> and everybody came running out. Yeah. It's been a very long time. Even though it's been a very short time, it's been a very long time. That just felt so long. Yeah, it was, seemed like it was so long ago. Yeah, it did feel like it was a long time ago, but it really wasn't. I would, I would have liked it though, if, like Foley would have picked it, picked it, or put it, put it down, and then like maybe have the bell ring and then just pick it back up, so he could say he was the first. That would have been funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would have been a good way of doing it, just because Foley is Foley. And he's very well respected, as we know, for everything he's done for the business. So yeah, that would have been that would have been uh, good as well. But yeah, that is that. I don't think they're ever gonna bring back the twenty four seven championship, but maybe they are. Who knows? We can't tell the future. We can give what we think, but we can't tell the future. So. Yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna see how Survivor Series wraps up. We're one match in, so we're gonna continue watching and reacting. But like always, if you have any questions or comments, wrestlelost at gmail.com or hit us up at wrestlelost on Facebook. And don't forget to give us a follow here on Twitch and follow us on YouTube as well. So as far as the audio podcast, this will be it. And we will come at y'all next week with our thoughts on Survivor Series and the shows of the week. So until then, hope everybody enjoys the rest of their weekend. And see y'all then. Check you later. <laughs>